This is Matt. And this is Seth. And welcome to The, the Heretic, Heretic House. Here we like to talk about spiritual topics and what we think about them. And hopefully we can help you come up with some of your own thoughts and ideas. Hey there. So this week we are going to be talking about healings and miracles. Uh, kind of exciting. So uh, Seth, what do you do you have anything to say about healings and miracles before I read the passage? Well, we have lots to say about it, but uh, I think we should get we should read the passage. I think we're going to do that every time um, when we start the, these podcasts, or <laughs> at least for this series. This series, every time. So here's the passage. This is First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eleven. Nope, verse four through eleven. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All of these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. Mm. So that's the passage. Oh, and we're talking about healing and miracles today. So the gifts of healings and he- gifts of miracles and the reason we, we put those together, uh, I believe we put those together because healings, a lot of times we think of, when we think of healing, it is a miracle. Mm-hmm. and uh, So it would be nice to actually talk about both and talk about what differences we might think uh, they have, what what other miracles there may be. But let's start with healing, though, because that's kind of that's the biggest miracle that we think of. When we think of miracles, uh, at least for myself, I think of, healings when in the bible when jesus is uh going through his journey he's he's he does a lot of healings and that's kind of the miracles that you see um so so let's start with that and uh well let's talk about jesus and and the early church they there was a lot of healings back then um do you think there's a difference between those healings that they did in those times between what we see now so I, I think I think it's hard to tell because I wasn't there then. <laughs> yeah. And um and what I see today. Wait, you you weren't there then? I no, thought you were like really I, old. Just because I have a long <laughs> beard doesn't mean I'm old. Oh. Okay. 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 All right. So I think there are true, genuine healings today. Absolutely. But is that what we always see publicized? Is that what we always see portrayed? I, you know, that is, is what we see today, the, you know, the, the big show, is that the same as what Jesus did? Mm. And I don't think so. I think Jesus really healed people, and I think people can be really healed at a big show, but it's the process that matters, not, not the 
situation and you mm. can fake anything. So, um, anyways, are we ready to get into what I think healing is, how it works and all of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of the question. How yeah. do you think it's because I think, I think what Jesus did is he walked us through rebuilding, uh, our bodies and, uh, the mind is such an amazing thing. Uh, the neuroplasticity within the within the brain and within the nervous system is amazing so that we can do crazy things with our mind. Um, this is, you know, you see it in mind over matter. Um, you, you see it in different ways that you can that you can really heal yourself. And I think other people can help us do that. Um, so I, I think there's I think there's a you know, a, a, a way through the mind to rebuild the nerves, mm-hmm. to, to, to instruct the brain to send out the signals for the body to repair itself. Mm. And I think that can happen through meditation and through uh, internal work within uh, our own minds. But then I think it can also happen in an instant through faith. I don't Mm -hmm. understand how that works, but somehow in a moment, in a short period of time, we can believe that something has been repaired within our body. And all of a sudden, voila, we're able to use our body that way. Um, Yeah. Our minds have amazing potential. I think potential that we don't even know mm -hmm. that we have what, and where you're talking about when your, your mind can actually heal your body i believe that 100 percent. but um i'm wondering if there is there a spiritual factor to that um i guess there everything does have a spiritual factor there, to it. you cannot separate spiritual mm. from whatever else you want to call it. it's all spiritual yeah it, it's all spiritual and supernatural just means above natural so you get your natural order but then we are supernatural spiritual beings who are able to take the natural order and work with it. It's, it's mm. just, if you think about a computer, it's just a program. It's just this happens and this happens and this happens. If this happens, then this happens. It, it's, it, we're, we're all held together by the word of his power. Mm-hmm. And there's a program to all of this. There's a process to all of this. It's all written down in the genetics of everything. Mm-hmm. What happens when? And if something happens, then there's this response and the body works within itself. And that body is not just the human body, but the earth's body. The earth works this way, too. It, it's all the same thing. And so you can you can restore and rebuild parts of your body. That way. And whether you have the faith to believe that you have the power to do that or whether you have the faith to believe that someone else has the power to do that. I, I don't think that matters. You just have to believe that that can be done and you can rebuild it. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of that, it seems like you're saying that you can heal your own body with your own mind and, and believing that you can heal yourself. I don't hear a lot of being able to heal somebody else. So I'm wondering, I mean, you, you, do our minds have power over somebody else or I'm thinking also. No, um, so remember Jesus always referred to them as the unbelieving generation. Mm-hmm. I can, I can show you what your body is capable of doing. Right. 
I can walk you through meditations. I can walk you through processes whereby we can, we can get into this. Um, I, I can do that. Um, or I can rely upon the body knowing what it needs to do, whether you have the faith to believe it can do it or not. And I can, I, I can help you see that by saying you are healed. And to really be healed, I would have to walk through the process. Bring me down to what is broken. Bring me down to what needs repairing. And we, we focus on that part, on that aspect. And your mind automatically is going there. My knee hurts. Well, what's, let's think about your knee. Let's focus on your knee. And you go into, what is it about your knee that hurts? Well, uh, when, I, when I move, the, I can feel my kneecap rubbing on my, my leg bone. All right, well, let's think about that. And we go in there, and there needs to be... So, so we could go in with a needle and throw in some cortisone, or we could, through our mind begin rebuilding that mm -hmm. material. So you're saying and when, through proper diet as well. Like yep. eat you need you need cartilage, right? You need you need something in there. You eat that. So you you take a whole chicken and you, you boil down the whole body of it or you, you take a, a leg of beef or lamb and you boil it down and all of those nutrients that made up all of those parts are in your food. And you take them in and it helps your body take those parts and rebuild your body. Yeah. Which is, just think about the human body for a moment. That is a miracle in itself. That is amazing that we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you're saying... You want to know if I can just come up to you and put my hands on you and say some magic prayer and all of a sudden, boom, you're good to go. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm, when I'm thinking as you're speaking and talking about this, I, I know there's also the external factor about, um, things that we intake, like, oh, there's a big movement that food is medicine mm -hmm. and, uh, that what we eat actually heals our body. So I, I do believe that. And then there's the other factor where our you actually, if you believe that you can heal yourself, then your your mind can actually heal. And what I'm getting from what you're saying is uh, that if we we pray for somebody and the laying of hands, and because Jesus did it all the time, and He said we'll do these things and greater things than these. And if we do that, it's actually there. I mean, I think we all are connected, anyways. But then I think that that actually gives the a person that is is having that issue that pain that whatever affliction they have they actually can start believing that they can heal that that that, that can be healed that that can be healed mm -hmm. and whether it's they believe that your mind can do that or or if it's god doing it which i think is the same yeah i think it's the same that is how that comes about Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I, what I think. And now here's the crazy part is the, the real question is, do I have the power to speak words to influence those parts on your body by myself? Right. Because because mm -hmm. if it's let's just go back to the computer analogy. Right. You know more about computers than I do. But you can write into a computer program 
to do something and and you can alter that com- you you can you can use that computer program to alter the result right mm-hmm. so can't we just do the same thing with each other you mm-hmm. know like if if all of our cells and all of our parts are just dna it's just words it's just it, letters put together in a sequence to make a code to make a language to make all this stuff happen like what is stopping us from from altering that in fact we're we're trying to do it physically right with all of our our new medications and uh, mm-hmm. things that are, are our foods that are genetically modified like we've gotten in we've gone into the programming of these foods and we've changed them what is different from that than healing isn't it the same thing it's it's you're either healing it or you're destructing it but you're changing what is written about that thing and you're making it something different mm-hmm. you're altering it i I think that's what healing is. I think that's what miracles are, is you're altering what is already written in that program to occur. Is that, like, am I way out there? <laughs> I probably am. Uh, somebody might say you are. Yeah. I, I No, I, I think you're you're right on. Like, okay. there's, everything, ha, you know, has these connections. And um, one thing I, I want to, as I'm thinking about this, is like, we're talking a lot about physical healing and, and healing mm-hmm. of like if you the cartilage in your bones or, or whatever it is but what about spiritual like mm. there has to be a, a point like somebody has a gift for spiritual healing and i would go as far as to say sometimes even our uh, and i've heard this before I, I i don't know too much about it but there's a lot of people who believe that the spiritual and we know spiritual we're all connected in uh spiritual is is all through us and it, everything's connected through the spirituality but the spiritual actually affects our physical mm-hmm. and if we've healed the the spiritual sometimes that actually heals the physical mm-hmm. so there there must be people people who well let's talk about it what what do you think about spiritual healing so are you talking can can are you talking like like the spirit of a person as far as their emotional status or their mental well-being or what do you mean by or are you talking about that just I'm walking up to you and and boom it's done. I don't understand what you mean by spiritual healing. I don't I'm sorry. Okay, well I, I mean I guess it'd be more like what the mental uh, the emotional okay. but but there's also well I think it's all tied in. Yeah. Together. But I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about not so much, pretty much anything that is not physical. Okay. So as far as your emotions, your, your emotions are there because there's some sort like your, your mind is being told chemically, this needs to happen. And so you, you feel certain ways because there's chemical impulses that are, that are directing that emotion somehow. I don't get it. And maybe you call it a spirit. Like maybe that's where we get the idea of, you know, these these different spirits influencing our life. Either way, you're feeling a certain way. I am feeling depressed and afraid. And I don't know how to get out of this spirit of depression and fear. So there's two ways we can go about getting you out of that depression and fear. Either way, we have to change the chemical status of your brain. We have to mm-hmm. change uh, what is going on chemically in your brain. Right. 
So we can do that through medication and we can alter the chemical status of your brain. Outside influence coming into the body to alter the chemistry of the body. Or we can tell the body to release certain chemicals to alter our status mm. so that we can change the way we feel. That's what needs to happen, right? So, and I'm not, I'm not a specialist. I'm just using my own understanding of things. So I can convince you through prayer, or you can really convince you that I have the power to lay my hands on you and change your body. And just that action, your brain will kick in and change the way you feel if you believe it. And all of a sudden you're going to start thinking happy thoughts. You're going to start thinking this or that, um, little things. You just need something to inspire you to believe that. And your brain is going to start kicking it into action. Mm -hmm. And whether that is a connection that we have, you're looking at me and you see my faith that I believe this can happen and I'm putting everything I have into it. And, and you look at my faith and my faith inspires you or you, you have just enough faith to put faith in me. All right. I believe help my unbelief. Right. Jesus said, I mean, this guy, you know, Jesus says, you know, do, do you believe I, I believe that you can do this? You, you can heal my kid. I believe help mm -hmm. me where I don't believe. So there you go. And, and this is crazy. Jesus was able to speak to a body that was so far away from him physically. Yeah. And yet he was connected to the universe in such a way that his vibrations that he did through his spiritual healing reached that child and gave that child life and health and complete restoration. Like, how does that happen? That is miraculous. And yet it's there. Like it's, we're all connected. There's like, there's a lot of empty space, but it's all connected. And as soon as you, it's just like a, a stone in a pond. As soon as you you change that surface, that tension, and it sends a vibration throughout and it, it alters everything that it touches, mm. which sounds like a big deal, but it's, it's the way everything literally is no matter what. The only way you can hear my voice is there's a vibration that's going and uh, your body is receiving that vibration and interpreting it as my voice that it's all physical. And it's all spiritual and it's all electric and it's, that's, it's crazy, but I believe that's how healings work is you speak and you mm -hmm. tell the body to do these things or, or you enable the body to do these because that's what we're capable of. We have been made in the image and after the likeness of the creator after God, right? Mm-hmm. And if God has existed for ever, like he's given us similar, obviously we can't live forever, but people used to live a long time. Then they lived a short time and now they're starting to live longer again, right? Because we're trying to figure these things out. And there are some people who live extremely long lives. How, how does this happen? I don't know. You know, I've heard stories of people in different cultures that, live much longer than the average people. 
So where does this all come in? How long do these bodies last? All of that. I, it's fascinating for mm. sure. It, I think I think you're onto something with the um, like everything has a vibration or a, a frequency, mm-hmm. and maybe that person has figured out how to get to that healing frequency uh, to be able to to sustain their their bodies for that long. Um, that's one answer I might might present to that. But I, I did want to step back to that thought about the frequency and. Like you were speaking, that's an interesting concept. Speaking it out and our bodies responding to that in a healing sense. Like, um, I think maybe, I wonder if that's what we, like you hear about energy and mm-hmm. how our, our energy, I wonder if that's just a frequency we, we put off and maybe even our energy can is part of that healing. Absolutely. Process. you. Well, that's why... When that person walks into the room, the whole room changes because they put off such a strong frequency, right? Mm. You just, one way or the other, there's those people that walk into the room and everyone goes silent, right? Because no one wants to say a word because who knows what's going to happen when so-and-so, whatever. Or there's those people that walk in the room and all of a sudden every gloomy face brightens and smiles and you see those bright eyes and that that big grin and all of a sudden it's like i'm just engulfed in joy hmm. where did this come from it was this person walked into the room and changed the entire atmosphere you know larger than life kind of person yeah you, it changes your it almost changes your brain chemistry so, just to so bing crosby <laughs> yeah he was an amazing singer right um but i i heard it said one time that he he would sing every word he spoke. So it's like he was always singing. He always was in control of his tone and his pitch and every, like his voice. He was singing constantly, and that's why his voice was so alluring. That's what I heard. You know, because like, even in a lot of his songs, it's almost like he's talking. Like in his movies and stuff, you listen to the movies and in the lines, he's talking, and yet you, you can hear it. Hmm. Everything is intentional. I think that's the difference between singing and talking, right? Is there's intention, there's thought, there's precision. I think I'm not a very good vocalist. <laughs> I can't. I I can. I anyways. You know more about music than that, but you have to be precise. Uh, it's probably. Oh well. I mean, I guess I'm still stuck on the frequencies. But when the sing, I'm thinking about singing and. That's probably part of, you know, why that it's, can be so... It's what you're putting off. So yeah. imagine imagine sitting with someone like Jesus who knows exactly how the language works. And I'm talking about not the words, the tone, the voice, the, the notes, the, uh, the frequency, the, the, the rate, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. a really bass or, or really high pitched and how you can use all of those to shape everything around you completely in tune with how this universe works, how this language and this code works, able to look at you and just through his facial expressions, communicate a whole lot. And then you throw in the voice, you know, Mm. wow, all of this alters everything around it. All of us do this all the time. 
we don't think about it. We're constantly altering everything around us. We're constantly speaking to everything around us. And we, you've seen the experiments where they speak happy words to these plants and they speak mean words to these plants and the words that got happy words spoken to them flourished and the words that got mean words spoken to them just kind of existed and didn't do that great. We've seen this. We know the power of word and emotion. Um, th- they do the yeah, same I don't, thing I don't to think water. It's, yeah, I don't think it's the as much the words that we say. It's more, uh, you said it, the emotion, and that's kind of... The what, intent. Yeah, with the intent. That's what we, we put off our from, from ourselves. Yeah. It's the love yeah. or the lack thereof. Or the... Or the hatred, uh, to put it on the other spectrum. Yeah, um, which would just be less love, right? Because mm. all there really is is love. God is love. God makes up everything. God is love. And you can you can have that love or you can have lack of love. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have to think that well, one through a little more. I shouldn't have said that over the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So I, I would say that hate is the antithesis of, of, of love. love. But... Um, Oh, we we really got to get to our. We're, we're running out of time. We haven't even talked about miracles. We have to talk about miracles. Do you think we should talk about miracles, or we should save it for another I feel podcast? Like we've been talking. Oh, let's talk about. Okay, it. let's talk about. It. So yeah. we're talking about healing. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. What are other miracles? Um, I mean, you, you, you. I don't know. Miracles they happen all the time. Like how, you know. Uh, okay, so I I would give a a miracle. This is more of um, almost a uh, angelic encounter. My aunt, she was driving. I think it was through. Uh, I I think it was a bad part of town, uh, or she was on a trip of some sort, and she broke down in her car, and um, uh, she it was back when you didn't have cell phones or anything. And all of a sudden, she heard a, a tractor coming over the hill, and, and then there was a farmer who came over and said, hey, are you having some trouble? He said, yeah, uh, my car broke down. And he looked at it, and he was a, he tr- did some things and got the car going again. And she turned around to thank him, and he was gone. Like, there was no sound of tractor. There was nothing. He was just gone, but her car was started up, and she was able to keep going. Wow. Yeah, so that I would say that's a miracle. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. So let's ch- let's take that and what what ways can we be what, what way can we have a gift of miracles? So now that we're on automotive cuz I think automotive is amazing. <laughs> um there was a day we have a a 2007 Dodge Grand Caravan. And there was a day about Four years ago, Michelle called me, and she was stuck on the side of the road, and there was all kinds of smoke coming out of the van, in, inside and outside, and it smelled electric. So she called me, and I, I drove over, and um, I gave her the keys to my car, and I took the keys to the van, and I got in the van, and no one was there. They were in the car. And let me check this out. And I get in the van and I put my hand on the dash of the van. And I said, van, in the name of Jesus, 
repair yourself. That's what I said. Yeah. And I turned on the van and I drove it home and there was no smoke. There was no electric smell, nothing. And that van is still driving today. Is that a miracle? Or what? I, you can call my daughter right now. She's still driving that van. <laughs> Held together by the Holy Spirit. Perhaps. You know, I don't know how to explain it. That's my experience. That's what happened. Mm. You know, there are other times there are miracles and it might not be an angel. It might be you who are, who is the angel in that moment. You know, uh, we were on a backpacking trip, a winter backpacking trip. And our group always base camped. A lot of guys, when they do winter backpacking, back, they, they traverse. They, they bring all their gear over the top of the summit and camp on the other side on, on the way out. We always did a base camp. So we would go up, set up a camp, summit the next day, come back down. Well, we were on this particular trip. Uh, we summited. On our way to the summit, we passed a man. Uh, he was hiking solo all by himself. That's what solo means. And we passed him. We get to the summit, and one of the guys in our group was sick, just didn't feel well. Mm. And so we were only at the summit for 10 minutes. Normally, we eat lunch at the summit. We go up, we find shelter out of the wind, and we, we cook lunch, and we have lunch on the summit, and then we go back down. So we had to leave early that day. And because we had a base camp, we went down the same trail we came up. And on our way down, who did we find but Jerry, who happened to have fallen right after we left him. And his, his crampon got stuck in a rock. That's the spikes on his boots, got stuck in a rock, and he fell forward. And his tib, tibia and fibia broke mm. right off. His, his leg was broken. And we found him about an hour after that happened and he had called mountain rescue he gave them the wrong trail he gave them the trail for the other side of the mountain he had called his wife he had said goodbye and uh when we found him he was like already well on his way to hypothermia hmm. so here we are we show up and we save the guy's life we call mountain rescue we give him the right trailhead we meet them halfway down um, that's a miracle in mm. my mind. That's, that, that, that's a, you know, we got to be the angels in that experience. Yeah. I mean, this guy was dead. He was an ice cube. I mean, if we had eaten lunch there, who knows that hour he, he could have died. I mean, we're talking very cold temperatures in the middle of the winter on top of a mountain. Yeah. So yeah, I think miracles happen all the time. And sometimes they're supernatural, unexplainable. You know, we get these angelic visions and these uh, times when, you know, all nature seems to go out of whack. And then there are other times where it's we're just being human, being kind. And we get to be part of a miracle. So I, I don't know, I think miracles happen all the time. Hmm. The whole thing's a miracle. So. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that kind of kind of answers what the 
different kind of miracles that we can see mm-hmm. would yep. be besides healing. So, I mean, healing is a big one, but then there's so much more. And it's it's hard because one person's miracle might be another person's downfall. I don't know. Like, like there's all these cause and effect things, you know, like talk, talk about the trade center. You know, you, you hear stories all the time. Oh, my, it was a miracle. My, I had a flat tire. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it was a miracle I had a flat tire because otherwise I would have been in the tower. You know, mm. um, is that a miracle? I don't know. Well, like, well, I've, I mean, it's a miracle that they weren't there. <laughs> I mean, the event wasn't a miracle, that's for sure. But, but like, how many days do you wake up and go outside and find a flat tire on your car? It's not something that happens on a regular basis. Yeah. Unless you live in a bad part of the city and people might be slashing your tires, I guess. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully not. Yeah. But still, that doesn't happen every day. It's it's not something you would expect. It's out of the ordinary. It is not natural. It's supernatural. Mm. You know? That's what I think. Yeah. Well, we are way over time from what we usually uh Oh are, dear. <laughs> That's okay. Hopefully, you everybody's listening's gotten something out of it. But uh, well, we do appreciate you listening this week. Uh, we do request and uh, ask anybody who actually enjoyed this podcast to actually just subscribe uh, to follow us on your the platform you're listening on, and uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Bye now. <laughs>